I am here. Let's get it on. What's happening, everybody? We're gonna film Junkie live. What's going on? Is it two? Let's see. We're good. We're good. We're good. How's everybody doing today? I just think that's like turned down. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome. It's Monday. It's the end of Monday, of course, so, you know, don't worry. The day's over. Monday's over. My Monday was, eh. I'll talk about that a little bit, but what's happening, guys? Who's out there? Who is out there? All right. Who we got? Who we got? Hey, we got Music Man right here. What's up, brother? We got Eric Patterson. We got John. How's it going? We got Snake right here. Eh, it's a pretty decent day, but, you know, uh, work, I tell you going on Mr. Footprints Workshop. Good to see ya. Mr. Fear Jason, of course. Always great to see you, brother. That's right. Robert Pattinson's Batman. <laughs> hey, I mean, at this point, it's like casual Batman might end up showing up in there, you know, so. Hello, darling. What's here? How you doing? We got Nicotina here. What's up, buddy? Andre. Hey, Mama Film Chunky here from Lake Havasu. That's right. She went back. So much... That's how great Lake Havasu can be. It can be hot, but it's great. So hi, Mom, and hi, Aunt Ruthie, if you're right there with her. Yo, what's going on? Yo, yo, who rock? Turn up that music accuracy. That's what I'm talking about. You got that? Hey, you have a great day. Yes, from Ireland. Well, cheers. Cheers. Got my, of course, Monday wine right here, so. We good, we good, we good. Oh, let's get it going. Crazy storms. Lucky. Lucky. It looked like it was going to threaten, like, thunderstorms here, but sadly that did not happen. So, man, kind of disappointing. I was kind of disappointing. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn. Yesterday there was actually some monsoon-type weather going on, but it's just a little bit of rain, and that's it. And then today, same thing. So, yeah, what's going on, DeAndre? How you doing? How you doing? How's everybody going? We got Prime Gaming going on right here. We got Eric. What's up, man? Yeah, what's going on, Mr. J.D. McRae? What is up? Uh, Lego Batman's here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How you going, Mr. Mandel? How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see everybody on this Monday right here. Yeah, we finally, there he is. Jose, there you go. Man, it just seems like anytime the Giants lose, the Dodgers lose as well. Isn't that correct? <laughs> it's kind of nice because, well, I'm just saying, you know, got to keep that, got to keep that gap going between first and second place. But now they're playing the Brewers and the Dodgers are playing the Braves. Good luck because the Braves, they're, they're on a streak right now, man. I tell you what, they are definitely on a streak right now. So what's going on, Mr. Scully? How you doing? Hello, darling. Yes. Ah, sorry, Dave. Oh, you're, <laughs> that's right. That's happening right now. Yeah. What do you, are you guys, you know, hopefully you're going to stick around. You're not going to watch the Suicide Squad watch party. Apparently they're doing something with, uh, they're doing something on, uh, not fleets, but spaces. There you go. I was like, what's that Twitter thing? I still been wanting to kind of I've been wanting to try that for like random stuff and I've talked to like some of the other boys about doing that but we just never pulled the trigger it just it seems interesting it's another way to just start talking I don't know one of these days we'll do a, a Twitter spaces type thing so eh, it'll be interesting so yeah I know man that's what I'm talking about and like I said every time the lose whatever 
Who's watching? I know. Do you guys have it on in the background, maybe, as you're listening to me, hopefully? Hopefully? <laughs> yeah. You don't need a, <laughs> you don't need to watch it, right? <laughs> exactly. Release that freaking air cut. Uh, hey, thanks for the long Halloween review. Just finished. It was amazing. Yes, I did. Finally. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize, guys, that I got that up so late. But, you know, it was just with everything. And then I, I would always forget when I had free time or I was just kind of, you know, farting around and just watching other things. I went, oh, shit, I could have watched long Halloween. And if you guys haven't watched it yet, watch my review. I reviewed both parts because I wanted to review it all as a whole. Because as a whole movie, it is absolutely fantastic. It really is, man. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the the changes that they made with the, the, the source material did not bug me. Like other ones, hush, killing, you know, they didn't, it, even though there was one pretty, you know, drastic change, but it didn't bother me. It actually worked pretty well. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and watch that, man. You saw, yes, I know. I should have, I don't know. I, 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 I definitely saw it before that. David Ayer just got announced. Oh, no, I don't think they're going to announce the Ayer cut, though. Don't don't get too crazy here, guys. I don't think I don't think a lot, you know, watch like this. I mean, even though, you know, but that when I know some people are trying to, like, compare it to what happened with the Man of Steel anniversary rush, but that was different. That wasn't handled by Warner Brothers. That was just basically that was Vero and Zack snyder and deborah snyder that's what they were doing when it came to that that was him doing the voice you know and then he invited people in and they did the whole thing i don't think there's going to be i don't i don't don't, edward i like where your head's at and it would be awesome but i don't think that's going to happen i don't think there's going to be an announcement that's going to be happening tonight even though i would love it i would absolutely love it okay (laughs) okay yeah see i know you you (laughs) okay you're kidding okay of course, but but there are people out there wondering. There was like that question when we saw David Ayer tweeting about that he was going to be at the wa- that he was going to take part in the watch party. Yeah, there was that. There was a question out there, and it was kind of like, nah, I think he's just going to show up just to show his support. That's what I'm loving about David Ayer is the fact that he is trying to just be like, hey, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm cool. Come on, Warner Brothers, I'm I'm promoting your movie. Me and James have a nice little back and forth, mutual respect. We're good. But can you release my movie, please? I mean, geez, just release it, damn it. So, man, blame Jesse. He told people it was going to happen. Oh, is that Jesse? Because he's cut air, right? Oh, man. See, that's the thing. It's like you got. I mean, sometimes you just got to pump the brakes when it comes to that stuff, man. I mean, you just got to pump the brakes. But I think we're still in the very early stages you know, I think Ayer's just trying to put his pieces together. You know, he's been dropping subtle things. And then, of course, he's been giving people subtle, you know, some things. And then, of course, he started following people, as we talked about last week. So I think, you know, it's it's just going to, you know, it, it, it's going to happen, guys. It's inevitable. It's totally inevitable. We know that it's going to eventually happen. But, you know, I just, you know, it would be crazy if they did. If... You know, it would be interesting if it did happen tonight. Say James Gunn was like all about setting up this announcement. That would be an interesting that would be interesting to see the fandom's response, because let's face it, a lot of people in the fandom don't like James Gunn. Um, I've seen it a lot. There's a lot of, uh, you know, people that push back against him. And obviously there's I've seen a lot of fans that absolutely hate 
the Suicide Squad. They keep on talking about it. You know, it's kind of the reverse effect. You know, remember how, you know, people talk about BVS and, you know, Man of Steel. Now it's like, okay, but you don't have to keep talking about Suicide Squad if you hate it. You don't have to keep talking about it. If you didn't like it, that's fine. It's, you know, it's been a, it's been a few weeks. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how people would react to that if he were to if they just announced that, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to happen on a later time. So, ah, well, I know they'd probably change their minds, right? They'd be like, Oh my God, I'd love James Gunn now. <laughs> That'd be interesting though. What if like, um, what if Zach got in touch with James and they did this whole band? That'd be insane. It actually, it would be insane, but yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's a little too, uh, a little too far fetched. I don't think that's actually going to happen. Uh, I don't I don't get why they hate him. He wasn't he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I mean, well, it's the whole it's a tweets thing and the fact and, and a lot of people just don't like the fact that he came from Marvel. It's just what I've seen. It's the tweets mainly. And, you know, and, and I get the, dis, the, the, the distaste of this, the tweets. I remember when those came out and I was like, oh, shit, that was a weird couple of days because there was that. And then people started digging into other people's tweets that had weird pedophile jokes. And it was like, what the hell? It was a little, it was a little head scratcher. I will say that it was like, huh, why would, and then other stuff came you know, it's a whole thing. It's definitely a whole thing. So, um, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not like the biggest James Gunn fan. I do like some of his other movies, which I think people need to watch movies like Super and Slither. And, you know, they need to watch those type of movies. And even Breitbart, even though he didn't direct that, he produced and co-wrote it and with his brother and stuff like that. I mean, you know, guy's got a creative mind. I do like that. And then there was that uh, Belko experiment. He didn't direct that, but he, like, I think he helped. That was an interesting concept. I don't know if I like the execution, but, you know, interesting concept. But, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, he did. He did. I mean... I, I'm one of those that when it when it comes to yes, it's it was weird. The tweets were weird, but at the same time, it's like I'm waiting for okay. So okay, yeah, there's evidence. There's people that have talked about stuff. So when is it? When it when allegations actually happen, like it happened with another director, Brian Singer. That's when I'm gonna be like, all right, fuck that guy. You know, we'll get when we get to that point. Then I think that's when I'll be like, okay. Then I'll join that side. But as of right now, there still hasn't been anything. But who knows? Maybe something will... If something comes about, who knows? It's going to be interesting, too, if that happens. We will see. But anyways, guys, thank you for clicking in. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up button. And if you want to join, become a member of Film Junkie, do so. I try to, uh, you know, you get little little perks. Like I said, you get uh, I do post-show vlogs, post-show streams and stuff for members only. So... And do all that and then of course there's the patreon right there too if you want to help out the pirate ship like every little bit helps and thank you to the patrons out there uh maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll do another patreon stream which is always fun to talk to those guys what's going on we got some magic right there what's going on sir hey michaela man michaela michaela sorry um haven't seen you in a bit man hope you're doing good haven't seen you in there yeah you hated slither you hated slither qual qualiber I thought it was I thought it was just like B-roll horror cheesiness. That's what I liked about it. I didn't think it was anything like I just thought it was gruesome and just, you know, just warped and creepy and cringy. I liked that. That's what I liked about it. So, oh man. 
<clears throat> When's that? I don't know. We'll see you in the next couple of weeks, Eric. We'll see. See what's going on. Yeah, it was it was fa 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 fun, but I think that's what people have, you know. But that's why people don't like it. But it would be interesting. It would be interesting if uh, if if James Gunn helped get the air cut out. It would be interesting to see his haters in the fandom how they would react to that. That would be very interesting. That's what I gotta say. That's what I gotta say. So, anyways, guys. So yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys are having a good day. Like I said, it was just today was just kind of because I had training I had to do today, and then there was uh, inter not not my internet, but you know when you work remotely, you, you have to log on to a VPN, and right in the middle of training, it went down because I had to fix something. It was that kind of struggles, and then struggles with the other it was other thing that they put me on. You know, it's just it was just one of those kind of days where it's just like, what am I? What am I doing? Uh, and then, you know, there's just something I have to do this week that I'm kind of stressing out about a little bit. But I'm going to not stress out a bit. I got my wine. I got my Monday wine right here. My Pinot Gris right here. So cheers. So cheers. Hopefully you have a, hope you have a drink over there in Havasu, Mom. Hope you do. Hope you do. Cheers. Cheers to that. And like I said, say hi to everybody over there for me as well. All right, I think we're uh, we're good with that. We're good with that. You guys are good. Let's go to the tweets. I still don't have that drop back. I know I suck, but uh, I haven't found it yet because I have no idea where I put it. I was like, wait, what did I do with my tweets? What did I do with my tweet little video? Yeah, I think I, it might have it might have gotten deleted. So that's that's no good. That's no good right there. So, anyways, guys, let's go to the tweets. There we go. I didn't do the right transition, but okay, it's fine. Here we go. Let's go. To, let me uh, see. This is how you do it right here. Motion. I like the motion right there. There we go. Yeah. I I haven't. You know what sucks, guys? Okay. So when it comes to um, when it comes to, I have a dock a dock that's supposed to come here so I can hook up my second screen. But Amazon, for some reason, hasn't shipped it yet. It was supposed to be when I ordered it last week. It was supposed to be there here the next day. And they have yet to ship it. And when I went to try to cancel it, they said I couldn't cancel it. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. So I have like a dock, you know, a docking thing that's going to be happening so I can hook up two screens. But I don't know what's going on with Amazon. It still hasn't shipped. I ordered it a week ago and still nothing. So, yeah, that's what sucks. So I'm still dealing with just one screen right now. So that's why everything's all mashed together. Luckily, it's a big screen. So anyways, here we go. I know Amazon mainly good, but geez, not for me when it comes to this. It comes to uh, comes to the, uh, the 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 dock that I'm supposed to be getting to hook everything up to. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, apparently um, when it comes to tweeting right now, <laughs> see when this right here from the cinema ticket, they. Uh, it's kind of funny. I, Twitter's weird. I don't understand it. But yeah, they, they asked this question. Can you name a movie you like that features a scene with a payphone that is not the Matrix? And I went, well, what about an entire movie phone booth? And now I look over here and phone booth is trending. Mainly, I don't know if it's because of that. I don't know. We'll talk about this, of course. And uh, hey, check it out, guys. We have another live action because remember, Gotham. Gotham did happen. We have another uh, live action um, Poison Ivy right here. So we got Batwoman, of course. Does Batwoman have any of her own villains? 
<laughs> it's always Batman villains. But Bridget uh, Regan, Bridget Regan is going to be playing Poison Ivy right here. So that's uh, man. I tell you what, the way that they draw Poison Ivy sometimes, man. <laughs> but yeah, she's gonna be uh, joining um, season three. That's right, man. Batwoman is in season three. I have yet to watch an episode because ah, just not an interested. Just not interested. Yeah. So, Batwoman found its Poison Ivy CW series has cast Bridget Regan as the iconic DC supervillain for show's third season. Okay. So, that's pretty much, I mean, let's see. If Purity, of course, yeah, Gotham University subscribed. Passionate, brilliant scientist with a mind for changing the world for the better. But her plan shifted when she was experimented on by a colleague injected with various plant toxins which turned her into the infamous Batman villain, Poison Ivy. Yeah. So I love these articles because you have to fill in like a bunch of stuff. So they have to like give you the backstory, which is good, I guess. Uh, Regan Owen will appear in Batwoman in a recurring guest star role. This is not her first time in a live action comic book series. Having previously appeared on ABC series Agent Carter, she recently starred in the limited series Paradise Lost and is also known for the roles on shows like The Last Ship, Jane the Virgin, and White Collar. So she's been around. She, she looks familiar, but I'm not, like, too sure. I, when I saw her name, I was like, eh, I don't really know who that is. But, hey, as long as she fits the part, that's all that matters to me. But, man, man. Can we get that Gotham City Sirens movie, like, you know, Greenlit or whatever the hell, series, whatever you want to do? Can we get that DC, that, that, the DCEU Poison Ivy? I know we all are clamoring for it. It's going to be interesting if they actually try to do that. I mean, I know there's, there's been rumors out there, but I think the sources have been pretty shitty when it comes to Gotham City Sirens. And, um, it's just going to be interesting to see, like, what would they do when it came to Catwoman, when it came to Gotham City Sirens. I mean, I mean, obviously, I, I'd want them to go for a more age-appropriate Ben Affleck, you know, for Ben Affleck, which, of course, you know who I'm all about, which is Carla Gugino. That would be cool to have her with, with uh, Margot Robbie, and then, you know, we get, a, we get the, uh, the movie version of Poison Ivy that is full-on, just don't even hold back. Don't even hold back. Show her how she is in, like, the Arkham games and even, like, even just going back to Long Halloween when you see how, like, how she is in there. Let's do something like that, man. Yeah, Carlo Gugino, man. Woo! Let's do that. Let Margot kiss a girl already. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that whole thing that's happening in the Harley Quinn show, which is, yeah, there's a nice little relationship that's happening between Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn in there. Hey, I wouldn't mind that live action, but I've always, I mean... It's hard to, I, and, and everybody always looks to Jessica Chastain, and I'm like, no, 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 can we not? That's the obvious choice. No, I don't want, for some reason, I'm just, I don't want her. I mean, I get it. Um, she fits, you know, because obviously there's a redhead, but we don't, we all know that when, when it comes to casting choices, Hollywood, anytime there's a redhead, they kind of go, nope, go somewhere else. Let's just, let's, uh, let's change. Let's change it up. Change it up. We don't like redheads. So... I don't know if a, uh, the movie Poison Ivy, what, I don't know if they would actually do, what would they actually do with that? I don't know. That's always very interesting. It's always a question, but um, Megan Fox, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've never really liked that option, too. Uh, never really heard that. 
that option just kind of, eh, maybe it's all right. But then again, you know, maybe, she's having kind of like a Megan Fox account, if that's a, a renaissance, I guess you could say. I couldn't really blend the, the last name and that word together too well right there. But yeah, maybe, maybe it could happen because, you know, she is kind of making a comeback. She kind of disappeared for a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. HBO Max. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do Gotham City Sirens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking. I'm not saying that it's got to be on the big screen, but they might try to put it on the big screen just because they would have to use Margot Robbie. Of course. Of course. Hopefully you guys checked out the uh, the vodka stream. And of course, it's available in all ways to listen right there. It was a great vodka stream as always. You know, a little test when it came to the whole Streamlabs thing. Didn't. I don't know. I still have to do more testing and that it didn't quite work as well as I was hoping, as you guys saw at the beginning. Yeah, technical difficulties, like I said, but I think uh, I might have a solution. So we'll see. Hey, and the new uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre will actually be released. Well, it's not going to be released in theaters. It's going to be released on Netflix because Netflix is just like, hey, you need need a place to release stuff. Well, we're going to do it right here. So. Yeah, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I think is going to be more, I don't know, is it going to be more heavy? I thought it was going to be more heavy on the, like an origin story. I don't know. I can't remember. But I think there was already an origin story called Leatherface. So I don't know what they're planning on doing with this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't remember. This is funny because, you know, James Corden is annoying. He's annoying. I don't get every. I don't get why people like, James Corden, and yeah, we'll show the video. I it's on my it's on my feed, but my God, but I just thought the memes were funny when it came to this video of him dancing in the street, thrusting, which was very weird, dressed up in a mouse costume. Fucking weird. Anyways, well yeah, we'll talk about that. I just do ugh, ugh. I like this drawing right here, old school Batman and Robin right here. Look at that. Almost looks a uh, Bermijo kind of style drawing right there pretty cool i like that hey cameron diaz remember when we all fell in love with cameron diaz when she had her first movie in the mask and they gave it and there was like this shot right here this uh just totally just spectacular shot of her as she's sitting there and it, like it pushes up as she crosses her legs to you know because stanley ipkiss is about to lose his mind in the mask but yeah that's when we all fell in love with cameron diaz in the mask introducing cameron diaz yes her first movie the mask crazy and then all of a sudden she just stopped in 2014 but yeah hotness hot hot, 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 hot hotness and then we got speaking of batman the batman trending right there yeah this uh, somebody made a gif right there i mean <laughs> it's funny because anytime somebody makes a gif or draws robert pattinson he always looks like Edward Scissorhands a little bit. He does look like Edward Scissorhands. But at the same time, I like the realism. I like the realism because, let's face it, in pretty much in every, almost every other Batman iteration, anytime that Bruce takes off the cowl, his hair is still perfect. But Matt Reeves, hair is still perfect and no black eyeliner. But Matt Reeves is going, fuck that. His hair is going to be super messy when he takes off the cowl and he's going to still have the black makeup around his eyes. So that's, what's pretty cool about it. That's, what's pretty cool about it when it comes to the Batman. And, uh, look at this. <laughs> okay. So apparently if you guys watched, if you guys watched, um, if you guys watched, uh, the, the, the Michael Jordan doc or the bulls doc, 
that had uh, that talked about that, of course, had Dennis Rodman in it because he was, of course, part of the later crew. Um, apparently, he talked about how, like it says, Dennis Rodman's infamous Sin City outing in the middle of the 1998 NBA Finals will be made into a movie 48 hours in Vegas from Phil Lord and Chris Miller. So he talks about the story like during the 1998 NBA Finals, Dennis Rodman just went off the reservation because it's Dennis Rodman. And he went to Vegas and had just like a bender in Vegas during the finals. Apparently, they're going to turn that into a movie, which I think is pretty brilliant. Sounds like it's going to be a pretty cool movie. I like that. I like that. And uh, Mr. Zebrafet Ryan, he made this right here. This is pretty funny. I like this. Because, yes, these kids ain't getting any younger. And soon, what's-his-name's going to look like that? It's going to be like, he's going to be, he's going to be bigger than... He's going to be bigger than Zachary Levi. So I thought that was pretty funny right there. Like the first Shazam, the second Shazam, and the third one. Ah, that was pretty funny right there. Good meme right there. Excellent, excellent. And then check this out, guys. Okay, so remember when Netflix was kind of courting Christopher Nolan? Well, look at this right here. Netflix eyes more theatrical releases in bid to have bigger cultural impact jp morgan analyst says let's take a look at this right here so they say this the netflix uh, netflix is considering more theatrical runs for some of its movies according to okay i don't need to see that pop-ups uh the streaming company is weighing the cost of marketing with the benefits of having a bigger cultural impact on audiences jp morgan analyst alexia cardrani said the COVID-19 pandemic has shrunk traditional movie release windows from 90 days to 45 days. So they're going to capitalize on this. Netflix designed more traditional. Yes, yes, yes. This was talked about apparently out of CinemaCon. Analysts from the firm who attended the movie theater's industry largest conference last week in Las Vegas said they met with management teams from several exhibition uh, exhibition uh, companies who said there is a real interest from the streaming service to play some of its movies in cinemas for an extended period. Netflix desires its movies to have a bigger cultural impact. Uh, that's what they keep saying. Netflix has long been less interested in making money at the box office and more interested in providing content to its subscribers, of course. So expectations, blah, blah, blah. However, the pandemic, yeah, they talk about that. The company is in the process of determining how to market its movies and the amount of uh, to commit for ad spending as most wide releases would cost $50 million or more for print or advertising. That is true. That is very true. Theatrical window is too short. It's too short, defeats the purpose, as it becomes hard to market a movie with a limited run. So that's what's interesting about that. It's like, I mean, first we hear about them just going like, hey, Nolan, come on. Warner Brothers sucks. We now just come over here. We got Zach. Remember Zach? We got him. We got your, your, your guy. You know, you come here too. And they have to, I mean, if they're, they have Martin Scorsese. They have, what, Fincher? I don't know. Who else do they have? They had David Fincher, right? Because of what's his, uh, his last movie? Snyder. They have, they're getting all these directors to come over. And if you're going to, if you really want to sweeten the deal, it's like, yeah, give these movies a limited theatrical run. And I think we can all agree with that. I mean, it happened with Army of the Dead. We thought it was going to be a week. Turns out it was two weeks, which was kind of cool. They gave it a two-week run. And yeah, I think this is pretty smart. 
I think it's pretty smart. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, what, what are you guys talking about cuties? <laughs> Stop talking about cuties. Can we forget that movie, please? You weirdos. Stop talking about cuties. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know people that watched it and said, yeah, it's very artsy fartsy, but man, I don't think I'm ever, is it still on there? If it is, well, I mean, whatever, power to you. I don't, I can't see myself ever wanting to click on that because it just, anyways, why did we, why did it, why did the conversation veer to cuties? Why? Stop doing that. Stop doing that. All right. Let's just talk about this. And I think it would be in the company's favor to do this limited release, even if it's only two weeks three weeks, whatever. Let, let it, let it, let it be so, because there's movies that, yeah, exclusive, like, uh, Netflix movies that I would love to see on the big screen. So yes, please do this Netflix. Okay. And remove cuties from your lineup. Jeez. Anyways. All right. So here we go. Let's keep going. Yep. Posted my review right there. I try to combine both covers and put it together like that. So it looks pretty creepy. A little Joker two face. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, why not just do that? And then, of course, look at this, guys. So it was, you know, some random, another random movie site that is not that big had an exclusive. They had an exclusive saying that, um, saying that Bloodsport, there was a Bloodsport series or something was, uh, was, um, was going to be in development right here. But of course, James Gunn, being James Gunn, he said, nope. There, yes, there very much might be some more blood sport that happens in the near future, which, fingers crossed, I mean, let's face it, after watching The Suicide Squad, I think a lot of us actually preferred blood sport over Peacemaker, but I'll still give Peacemaker a try because he still had some good scenes, especially in the back and forth between him and Bloodsport. I think that was one of the best scenes of the movie when they were showing off and they killed the good guys. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up happening, and I hope it, you know, we all hope that it does. But, yeah, James Gunn came out and said, nope, that's bullshit. Which, yeah, it was just, like, surprising. Another small website that is trying to do an exclusive. But apparently, I mean, but you never know. You never know. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. And then I wanted to talk about this, too, guys, because... Apparently, they've already greenlit a Jungle Cruise sequel. Now, we're going to be talking about the box office... But one of the things about the box office that I've noticed, okay, so when when it comes to Jungle Cruise, I mean, obviously Disney wanted this movie to be huge. They wanted it to be like their next Pirates of the Caribbean. We get that. We totally get that. And, uh, you know, you got two A-list, A-listers that are uh, starring in the movie, even though I find it, I, I don't know, just Dwayne Johnson's outfit in the movie kind of, I'm like, <laughs> just doesn't fit this big brooding dude like that. I don't know. It just seems like maybe, uh, I don't know. It, I, I like Dwayne Johnson, but I, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really say anything. But I almost think that maybe somebody else could have been in the movie. But then again, I haven't seen the movie. It's just just his structure of him in that in that kind of outfit. Just it, It's weird to me. It's weird to me. Anyways, but I hear it's good, and I still got to check it out. And one of these days I will. I just didn't make it out to the theater. But what's curious, what's interesting about this when it comes to the whole box office discussion and what flops and bombs and whatever the hell, if you go over to the box office report for Jungle Cruise, it hasn't even crossed $200 million worldwide, okay? It, apparently, it cost over $200 million to make. 
So that just shows you that it's probably been doing well on Disney Plus and they see potential in the franchise. So that's why, again, we can't necessarily see. And it's kind of crazy, too, the fact that it's actually done better domestically than it's done internationally. That's what's usually you don't see that, too, when it comes to uh, when it comes to these kind of movies. That's what I was, you know, a lot of things very interesting about Jungle Cruise. It wasn't it like it's somewhat of a hit, but not a huge hit when it came to the box office. But apparently maybe it's done well streaming. So that's why we can't we just it's very difficult to judge what is happening when it comes to nowadays. You can't just look at the box office numbers. You can't just look at one single thing anymore. They're looking at it from all angles now. And apparently they still think that there's a, a lot of potential when it comes to this franchise, even though it has yet to cross $200 million. So, I don't know. I just found that interesting, especially with all the talk about, when it comes to all the talk about box office and everything, that everybody always likes, you know, it really just depends on if you like the movie or not. And I'm tired of seeing that. It's like, it doesn't matter what you feel about the movie. It matters all the numbers and all the numbers. So that's why we got to kind of relax on that because yeah, this movie was not that huge when it came to the box office. So I don't know. That's just me right there. That's why I just think we got to relax on that a little bit. You can't use box office numbers anymore to either trash a movie or boost a movie. You really can't use that anymore because there's so much stuff that's, that they're looking at. So, but again, Dwayne Johnson is suspenders. <laughs> Hard to get, Hard to get past that, but I'll watch it eventually. Don't worry. I will. Anyways, so congratulations to them. This is cool right here. Did you guys see this? Look at this. Turn that down. Look at this. I mean, innovation. I don't know. I mean, obviously, this is just a computer-generated thing right here, but houses that just fold out. Can you imagine this? You leave your house, and you just, you know, you're going to be gone for a couple of days, and it just turns, like, it just tracks into that to a trailer like that. So this is something that's probably going to be a, a thing when it, you know, in the next decade or so, but I thought this was pretty cool. Very interesting. Very interesting. Just saw that, and man, I was like, what? What? Ah, there's Easter eggs. Hey, look, look a new image uh, from uh, Mission Impossible 7. That shows, of course, Ethan Hunt, and then, and then we got Haley uh, Atwell right there, too, who's in the movie. So a new image right there. Apparently, they showed... At, uh, at the last, I think it was the last day at CinemaCon for Paramount, they showed, they showed, um, they showed the, 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 the crazy stunt of him going off a ramp into that canyon or whatever and doing the parachute thing. Apparently they showed that footage and, the, and people were saying it was absolutely insane. They also showed footage from Maverick. I mean, basically we're going to get, we're going to get some pretty good, uh, Tom Cruise stuff that's going to be coming about. I'm looking forward to, obviously I love the Mission Impossible franchise and I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to, um, I'm really looking forward to Maverick. And apparently too, Tom Cruise said they're not going to make it without Val Kimmer. So Val Kimmer definitely going to be in it. It's going to be interesting to see how much of a role that he has in it. I'm sure it's not a big one, but I love the fact that Tom, I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise is a little wacko. I get it. But at the same time, at the same time, he's so much of a saint and he's a, He's insane, and I love it. I don't know. He's just his work ethic, great. But I just love the fact that he said he, like, apparently he didn't want to, he had to, you can't do a Top Gun without Val Kilmer. And I love the fact that that's going to be the case. So good stuff. Haley Atwell. Oh, yeah. So hot. Yes. 
Hopefully you guys checked out the latest episode of Batman the Fanimated Stream. We've been ha- we've been we've been talking about some really we're talking about some top tier, really good episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, Scott and I we have so hopefully you guys are checking that out. We got some uh, first images from from uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City right here that were released today. Like I don't know the characters really. I didn't really play the game, so I can't tell you who's who. But uh, hopefully. Hopefully this this is creepy as shit right here. Hopefully it's uh, something that's gonna be pretty damn awesome. But uh, yeah, that one right there, very creepy, very creepy, very very creepy. We got our first image from uh, from Red Notice right here with these sexy individuals right here. Miss Godot, Miss uh, Mr. Uh, Johnson, and then of course Mr. Reynolds. Gonna be interesting. Can't wait. Chris Evans and uh, Scarlett Johansson gonna reunite on the screen. So yes, we're finally going to see a romance between them in a movie called Ghosted for Apple. See, even big, huge stars like them are going to streaming services. Just shows you right there. Okay. So what's happening right here, guys? I don't even know what's happening in this video, but it's, it's, it's interesting, but I saw this video being tossed around with, uh, with these two and I have no idea what's happening. I'm going to teach you to behave. I'm going to teach you to behave. Apparently they're doing some kind of play thing. I don't know over, <laughs> but ha! Huh. I'm like, what is happening? I just had it on a loop going. Um, why is she screaming like that? Behave. Even though I kind of like it, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on right there. <laughs> but apparently it was for some kind of play that they were doing. I don't know. I I don't know the exact context of it, but woo, man. Tell you what, Aunt May getting freaky with Moon Knight. Yes, getting freaky with Poe. Getting freaky with Poe, man. A little crossover right there. It is creepy. And then, of course, you know, speaking of the air cut and releasing the air cut, you know, Jared Leto wants more, just like us. To the people who want more Joker, I say, uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I did a lot of work in the film, uh, and a lot was uh, cut. So... Um, you have to ask the movie studio. To the people who want more joke. I love, I love how direct he is and just so like monotone. Uh, me too, you know. Leto's a weird character, but hey, he wants more Joker and so do we. So do we. And then we got Ben Affleck. Uh, he did a win bet spot right here. Look at how good this motherfucker's looking right now, man. Come on. This is what happens when you go from Ana de Armas to J-Lo. It just you get that youth right back in you. Look at this. Look at this handsome devil. Yeah, it's a new. Uh, there was like uh, you did win bet. There was like a whole like a uh, little spot for it right there. Win uh, B. Oh, it's not win bet, but it win B E T. Yes, partner. Um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, this guy is looking. Come on, man. Come on, man. Just just do your Batman movie. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Just do your Batman. movie. You can make it a series. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. It's, it's good. It's good. Just please do it, Ben. Come on, Ben. And then we got a new poster for Jake Gyllenhaal's The Guilty. I don't know about you guys, but it looks like he could use a shower. <laughs> Zing! Yes, I know. But there's like a little teaser that came out with it, too. Uh, remember, this is uh, Antoine, uh, Antoine Fuqua. Um, sorry. I always, you know me and my names. But uh, the little teaser for this, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely going to watch this movie. It looks good. 
Looks good. And then a Noob Dune poster right here. IMAX, all that stuff. Look at this bust right here from Infinity Studios with our Cavill Superman right here. God, I would love this. Look at the detail. It's got the stubble and everything. All that's missing is nose hairs. That's all that's missing. No nose hairs. But everything else. Look at the eyelashes. Look at the eyebrows. Look at this. Look at even the hair on his fucking, on his hands. On his knuckles. Look at all that. Look at how detailed this damn thing is. I, I, I this thing's got to be a few hundred bucks, right? A few hundred bucks. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Ed Asner, man. Iconic actor. Just, man, talk about never stopping. This guy was in just anything. Pixar up, of course. Uh, he played J. Jonah Jameson. Hey, he played Big Barda. You know what I mean? He was did a lot of uh, voice acting work in the nerd nerdy stuff dc marvel all that ed asner of course mary tyler moore show which he did a lot of he did a lot of uh you know he played that uh one character i can't remember the character but also got spin off it's did a spin-off where he was more of a drama a drama show and won emmys for both just you know talk about an icon ed asner died at uh 91 so cheers to ed asner done so much so much but he lived a full life i love the fact he made it to 91 Died of natural causes, so you know. But cheers to uh, cheers to the legend right there. Cheers to that legend right there, man. Just talk about a prolific, just a super prolific. Prolific. Ninety one though, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like when when it's ninety one, you kind of go, he lived a full life. He lived a full life. Didn't get taken from us too young, you know. So, you know, you you, you love to see somebody at least get to ninety, you know. Even like if it's in the 80s, too, you kind of go, yeah, yeah, it's pretty full life, you know, pretty full life. Uh, here's a good little um, video right here with um, uh, Mr. Uh, Gerard Butler praising some more Zack Snyder right here, talking about the Snyder Cut. Gerard, over the years, I've had a chance to talk to you for many, many films. And one of my favorite interviews I ever did with you was for Hunter Killer. You came to D.C. and we did it at the Museum. And I remember talking to you and geeking out with you about Zack Snyder because he's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. And you said that he was the most passionate person you had met from the start when you first met him. What I loved about Zack was I never met a, a, a guy with such passion from the second I met him. Yeah. We had a cup of coffee. We started talking about the movie. And the next minute, the two of us are jumping about outside this coffee shop and I'm talking about how the Spartans would walk and he's up going, yeah, like this and carrying this. So now all these years later, we got to see his vision come to screen with the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And I, I was just curious, I know you weren't in that film, but I just wonder like someone, you worked with him early on in his career, what it meant to you maybe as an actor to see his vision finally get put out there. And did you did you see his Snyder Cut of Justice League? Oh yeah, I did and I loved it. And, and it, it, it felt, um, like a great kind of vindication of, of Zack Snyder, you know, because he, he's obviously had a, a few tough years and uh, and that breaks my heart because he's one of my favorite people on the planet with his talent, with his passions, with his decency, because that was one of the things that, that uh, I felt through 300. That was a very hard shoot and he never once lost his temper with anybody. It would be quite the opposite. If people messed up, he would joke with them to let them know it's okay. Hmm. It's okay. I'm not, you know, and, and I see that, you know, I'm, 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 I, I really noticed that in people and I was so impressed with that. So, um, so yeah, ve very happy that, that he got to, you know, and, and by the way, and that came from the great work that he's done, that he deserved that shot, you know, he was owed it. 
and it paid off. Yes. God, love Gerard Butler. Uh, hopefully, Zach and Gerard end up working together again, man, because come on, man. Just nothing but praise. Hopefully, we can get him again. Put him in Rebel Moon, Zach. Put him in Rebel Moon. So, yeah, here's the st- stupid James Corden video right here. So, I mean, if you want to say, well, <laughs> that's actually not, that's the, <laughs> that's a Ricky Burke video. Um, let me find the actual one. Yeah, right here. Good Lord. So this is the video that everybody's talking about with James Corden. And, and I, I just don't get I just don't get it. But they're trying to promote the fucking stupid Amazon Cinderella movie that nobody is excited for. Well, there's somewhat of a fan base. But this is... Wow. Seriously, where's the meteor? Where's the fucking asteroid that just wipes us out? I mean, I know that there's certain studios, Warner Brothers, that do not have great marketing, but this is good marketing? I don't think so. Holy shit, man. Good Lord. Oh, God, that was just, it was like, what is that? Holy crap, man. Holy crap. Anyways. Ugh, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, just why, why is he still, why is he, why is he still so beloved? I don't get it. He was trending because people find him so cringy. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I just really don't get it. Anyways, guys. All right. So finally, yeah, I'm sorry that took a long time, but uh, let's talk about the Batman test screening reaction. So you guys were keeping up on things that happened over the weekend. Apparently, first off, it was very strange because first off, uh, when it came to all this, there was talks about a DC movie that was test screened over the weekend. Okay, <laughs> um, that that was, and first people thought it was Black Adam. It was uh, reported people were like, "Oh yeah," people were thinking it was Black Adam that got tested. It was a DC film that had a three-hour cut, and there was some positive reaction. There was pretty much positive reactions, and a lot of people were thinking that it was Black Adam, but. Then all of a sudden, it started coming out that, no, it was, in fact, the Batman. And that happened all, like, yesterday. It started happening yesterday, and then it was trending today. A lot of people were talking about it. And, uh, yeah, it just it, it, it got a little crazy. And it was basically, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, you really got to take it with a grain of salt because it, it started getting to the point where it was friends, you know, friends of somebody that, watched it and then all of a sudden it was getting a lot of uh it was like hey we're getting information from this person right here their reaction right here and i think it kind of it kind of went something like this i saw the batman really yeah how test screening How was it? So good. So good. Okay. Any specific details you want to talk about? Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, I gathered that. How's Robert Pattinson? Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. He's Batman. Yeah, I know. How was he? Oh, so good. So good. 
so angry. You're not really giving me much here. How was his Batman? He punches guys. Okay, like, what happens in the story? Batman and Catwoman cross paths. They fight, and then they kiss. The shit, you say. It's not shit, man. It's really, really good. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I was just hoping to get a little more when it came to the story. Well, the movie sets up a sequel. We already know that Matt Reeves was planning a trilogy. Yeah, but it's shocking. It's shocking. You're going to be shocked. Oh, yeah. Something like that. It's pretty much what it was, <laughs> what it was kind of like. Uh, <laughs> had to make the joke. Had to make that little sketch right there, just because it was kind of funny. Like reading some of the reactions, and you know, it's <laughs> like reporting from somebody who saw it and pointing out some obvious stuff, making the jokes. Uh, the, the 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 individual. I'm not trying to throw shade, you know. And I'm I'm not saying that he was bullshit. I know he's a YouTuber and stuff like that, and uh, you know he does good work. But at the same time, it's just I had to make like that joke because some of the stuff that came out, I was like, ha. Oh. I was like, yeah, that's kind of obvious and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So I had to make. I was like, I gotta make. I just gotta make fun of that. I just gotta make fun of that because there was a lot of a lot of descriptions that was uh yeah. It, and it got to the point where it was getting a little too much. And I'm like, dude, you just, just pull it back a little bit. But but I can understand the excitement. Guy's excited. I get it. We're all excited for it. And um, when it even comes to uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, the reactions, like I'm going to pull up, uh, I'll pull up some of the reactions that we've, you know, that we're seeing out there when it comes to all this. Uh, let's see. What do I got right here? Batman screening. So we got Daniel RPK. Who, uh, you know, he's kind of, when it comes to, when it comes to having his ear out there, of course, he's going to say the bat, the Batman test screening had audiences screaming and squirming. I hear one scene had people gasping, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. And then he said, oh, so here we go. Yeah. A lot of people, of course, not believing it, but, uh, yeah. So then we're sort of like here. Yeah. A lot of people making fun of it. But, you know, what can you say? So my friend, he saw the screening too, and they told me, quote, Rob came in after the screaming, screening dressed as Batman and beat the shit out of anyone with the negative thoughts. <laughs> He's holding us captive in his Batcave. Please help. <laughs> Just stuff like that. But, yeah, and then there's other people that were actually reporting stuff. Not, there's, it was a good balance of people making fun of of uh, what was being said, and then, of course, people uh, actually talking about what people were saying. said, okay, so apparently the Batman, a three-hour-long rough cut, had a test screening yesterday, and the reactions have been positive. It is being described as very serious, graphic, and scary. Scary film with full of uh, shocking moments aided by the phenomenal performance of Pattinson. Hmm. So... That's interesting, too. The test screening of the Batman was a success. The insider who watched the movie emphasizes that it's a horror movie, very dark. Paul Dano, is, uh, Paul Dano looks scary. Selena and Bruce argue a lot. Zoe Kravitz is one of the best parts of the movie, and she is also the best Catwoman. I mean, all suggest suggestive, of course, but no, you never know. 
the Batman has had a three-hour-long test screening. God, please don't. If that's the case, I mean, and it sounds like it is, don't cut it down, please. Don't cut it down. People who have claimed to watch incredible reviews claiming that it's the, it's the best DC movie, of course. Calls it a very dark, scary horror movie. Yeah, yeah, all the same stuff. Shocking twist at the end. So it was just kind of funny how it was worded. That's why I had to make fun of that. It was like, oh, yeah, it sets up a sequel. It's like, no shit. We already know that that Matt Reeves pretty much wrote an entire trilogy. That's what took so long. But but yeah, so I like this little graphic right here. But yeah, so the fact that it's very dark, scary horror. What do you guys think, man? I know it's almost sounding like it is going to be rated R, but are, are they actually going to do that? Is Warner Brothers actually going to have the balls to release a, an R-rated Batman. I mean, technically, when it came to BBS, I mean, yeah, that was rated R, but when it came out, Ultimate Edition. But at the same time, it's it was a very, it was a very hard PG-13, you know? I mean, it, that's what I, I'm kind of wondering about. It's like, I don't think there's, I don't think Robbie Pat, I don't think Battinson is going to drop any F-bombs like Zack Snyder's Bat, Bat Flick, which was great. And I loved every minute of that. I was like, yes, please drop an F-bomb, drop an F-bomb, say it to Joker. And sure enough, he did. But I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be rated R for harsh language. But I think I don't know if they're going to go full R, though. Do you guys think that they're going to go full R? Yeah, it's going to be PG-13, but it's going to be a hard PG-13. I think it's going to be on I think it's going to be on the border where they're it's going to push it. It's going to push it, but it's not going to be quite rated R, even though I know we all would kind of like it to be rated R. But at the same time, man, whew, yeah, yeah, I just can't see them pushing it fully. But I think they're going to I think it's going to be right there. It's going to be knocking on, you know, it's going to be knocking on the R rated door right there. It's going to be like, hey, we're kind of testing stuff here. So I'm just kind of wondering what they're going to do. But I really I'm like, for fuck's sake, please do not. Please do not cut it down that much, all right? If you cut down 15 minutes, okay. But please, don't cut it don't cut it down that much. Please don't cut it down that much. I want it to be close to 3 hours, please. And hopefully the flow of the whole movie, you know, it doesn't feel like the 3 hours, which I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, but yeah. Um that's all I ask for. It's like, yes, knock on the door of rated R. It doesn't have to be rated R. And please keep it close to three hours. Why not? But I, don't, I think I just worry that they're going to cut it down. But then again, maybe we'll get a Reeves cut. I don't know. So that's what's happening with all that. So all the Batman's. Well, it's not even really spoilers, too. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I know. I know the guy was like, uh, you know, getting a little too crazy when it came to all this. I, I mean, I get it. When I was reading some of his stuff, I was like, all right, this guy's. Yeah, you know, he was getting a little, he was getting a little to be a little too much. But, you know, he didn't really reveal too many spoilers. He was just talking about, you know, what he was hearing from, I guess, his buddy, whatever that saw it, saying that, you know, it's got a certain kind of aesthetic, certain kind of feel to it. And, yeah, like I said, the horror element, I love the fact that it's like a horror element. I mean, I know it's going to very much feel probably like Seven, like David Fincher Seven or something like that, psychological thriller. Totally dig that. And, um, and yeah. But there were some obvious things, of course, that he said as well, you know, so. But, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be something unique. It's going to be something different. I think there's going to be people that are not going to like it. It's going to get backlash, guys. It's going to get backlash. I have a feeling it's going to get 
some pretty good backlash from people, you know, not my, not, 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 not my Batman. And yeah, that's where that's what those guys are going to probably say about it. Not my Batman kind of thing. So I worry that that's going to be the case, but hopefully it won't be the case. I don't know. We'll see if it if it will. But um, yeah. And uh, where I thought I. OK, hold on. I saw I saw the super chat there, Jason. I don't know. Ah, oh, there it is. Thank you for the super chat. Ahoy, ahoy, helping out that pirate ship. That's right. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. You're awesome for doing that. Every little bit helps. But um, yeah, man, um, it's just going to be interesting to see like um, what the reaction, what what is the react, the initial reaction going to be when it comes to this movie right here. That's that's what I'm wondering. And uh, like I said, it's going to be pushing. It's going to be pushing that envelope. That PG-13 envelope, and it's going to be almost in R-rated territory. Almost, it sounds like. But, you know, when it, when it comes to test screenings, it sounds like it was very positive, but you never know what's going to happen, man. And I just really hope that Warner Brothers is not getting a little worried about it because I was hearing that just at the beginning of the year because of all the Batfleck, all the Batfleck Zack Snyder's Justice League talk was making Warner Brothers a little worried that this other version of Batman was going to be a little too dark, even though... Batfleck was pretty dark, but it was this one was going to be a little, you know, going to basically Matt Reeves said, hold my beer. He said, hold my beer. You want dark? Hold my beer. That's what he did. So, but DC fandom, that's where we're going to get a little bit more of this and a new trailer. So, yeah, I really hope they don't fuck with it too much, man. Uh, Yeah, you always worry about that because it's fucking Warner Brothers. Jeez, jeez. Tell you what. So there you go, guys. That's what uh, was happening over the weekend, the Batman screening. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully we get close to that three-hour cut. So it's a DC movie. These people already have the... I know. Oh, yeah, they already have it. They're already going to destroy that movie. You know that they are. They know that they are, too. That's right. But it's like, hey, motherfuckers, you still got this guy. I'm Batman. You still got that guy, you know, with all the nostalgia, which I'm all about. Yes, I want both. I want my three Batmans. I want the three Batmans. I want to see Affleck, Keaton, and Pattinson. I want to see all three, man. I want to see all three. Definitely want to see all three. All right. Topic number two, the Expendables. Boop. Come on. Click it. Jeez. The Expendables cast has been announced, officially announced. Expendables 4, I should say. I really enjoy these movies, you know, it's mindless action, it's, you know, the it's the action stars we all grew up with, that's what we gotta be doing, Expendables 4, it's gotta do it, alright, I don't care if I'm 70 years old, I'm gonna do it, and then of course, ah, I don't think Arnold's gonna be in this next one, that's right, I'm too busy trying to tell people to stay indoors and be locked down, that's right, Ah, man, remember when Arnold said that? He said, screw your freedom. That's right. Screw your freedom. I'm like, ooh, Arnold. I don't know if you should say that. Yeah, he said that, and I was kind of like, ee, that might have not not, not have been the the best choice of words there, Arnie. Might have not have been the best words right there. So, um, but yeah, the Expendables cast has officially been announced. Here we go right here. Um, So basically, we got the veterans that are coming back, like, of course, uh, Statham, Stallone. Um, Dolph Lundgren and Randy Couture, but they've added 50 Cent and Megan Fox. Like I said, Megan Fox is having like a little bit of a, 
you know, a little renaissance happening right here. Megan Fox is getting back in the picture. She is now a mother. She is now older. Well, we can call her a MILF now, I guess you could say. But, uh, yeah, apparently Megan Fox is going to be added to the team. Not sure exactly. Maybe she might be a bad guy. Who knows? That'd be interesting. I mean, you saw Jennifer's body. She could play a villain. She could definitely play a villain. Um, but, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, 50 Cent, yep. Yeah. I mean, he's still... It's just funny, like... You don't hear too much. I, I, at least I don't. I don't hear about 50. Is he? He's still making music, right? Is he still making music? 50 Cent. I still remember when he was announced. I was. Um, I remember like he was going to be part of like Eminem's crew and stuff like that. I remember when uh when I was working at KFC. This is like fucking 20 years ago, and um coworker I was working at was like, oh yeah, uh, Eminem has a new rapper that they signed to their label, and it's called. His name is 50 Cent. And, uh, well, he's done good for himself. And, yes, he's going to be in Expendables 4. Megan Fox. There you go. I know. See, everybody in the chat's like, Megan Fox. That's right. So that's what's happening right there. So, man, I tell you what. <laughs> fucking Stallone is going to be making action movies until, I mean, I don't know. I, hey, as long as he still can, that's all that matters, man. That's all, that's all that matters. I love it. I love the fact that he continues on, man. And he just keeps on working and keeps on doing it. I think he's done with the Rambo movies. He's done with the Rocky movies. Now it's all about, hey, got to finish off, uh, got to finish off Expendables right here because apparently they want to do some spinoffs too. Anytime I hear a fifty, he's uh, running his mouth. <laughs> the movie, uh, her movie Rogue, any good? I haven't seen, I haven't seen that movie Rogue, so I can't tell you that, Carrie. Fifty, okay. Megan Fox is sight for sore eyes. I know. She's just making a comeback. Making a comeback. That's why when we're talking about possible like poison ivy actresses and people are saying, like, you know, hey, maybe Megan Fox, I'm kinda going, well, she is having like a little renaissance right here. So doesn't you know, it helps that she's gonna be in uh one of these kind of movies. I don't know if anybody else is gonna be showing up like your Jet Lees, your Antonio Banderas, uh, you know, because this Chuck Norris obviously has shown up and he showed up in uh one of the expendable movies, I think it was the second one. I'm trying to get all those uh, those uh, those old action star guys. So she's gonna be uh, she's gonna she's gonna pump herself up with testosterone because there's just so much testosterone in these movies. So, but you know we need a little we need a little badass estrogen when it comes to these movies. So I really hope that she's actually a good guy. That'd be pretty cool. Have her be a good guy, you know, and. Uh, Show these guys what's up. I'm sure da Jason Statham's character. Oh, I forgot that I did that. Uh, Jason Statham's character will probably. If there's going to be a love interest there, I hope not. Because remember, he, he defended Charisma Carpenter. Remember in the first one? So hopefully there's not something there that happens. You know, Hopefully he keeps that love for whatever character that was that Charisma Carpenter played. And it uh, doesn't happen right here. But she could be a bad guy. That'd be interesting too. So... I don't care. She could be bad all she wants. Am I right? Okay. I don't mean to get too pervy right there. Anyways, so we got that. And then uh, now we got the Rocketeer, man. The Rocketeer is getting a revival on Disney+. Plus. It's kind of funny, too, because, you know, Scott McClellan, good buddy Scott McClellan, who's always, you know, on the Vodka stream. Of course, we do Batman the Fanimated stream. He loves that movie. Uh, I remember as a kid, I loved the movie. I haven't watched it in, like, probably a decade and a half because... When I lived in Alabama, that's when it, the movie came out. And me and my uh, best friend over there, we used to watch that movie a lot. 
but I haven't watched it probably since I left good old Alabama. So I need to rewatch that movie again. And now it looks like there's going to be a little revival that's going to be happening when it comes to when it comes to this movie. So right here it says, yep, yep, yep. it says the Rocketeer making a comeback on Disney Plus with uh, David Ayeloa. I, you know, you know me. I can't. I, I'm terrible at freaking names, but you guys know who he is. We know who he is from Selma and from various other movies that you've seen him in um yeah it says disney is reviving a cult classic favorite the rocketeer with a new disney plus movie titled the return of the rocketeer and uh, basically what this is going to be set see the original movie came out in uh, 1991 directed by joe johnston of course who directed the first avenger um let's see the the return of the rocketeer will have an all-new creative directive with a uh, record story focusing on a retired uh, Tuskegee, Tuskegee Airman who takes up the Rocketeer mantle. See, okay, so when people, obviously, you know, there's always going to be that sanction of uh, movie fandom and nerd fandom that are always going to be like, it's woke, it's fucking woke. Look at that, they're they're changing. It's make they're making it woke, guys. They're making it woke, and I and I, you know, and I get that. A lot of that happens. Totally get that, but. I always say make it make sense to the story. And the fact that this is about a retired Tuskegee airman, I kind of I dig that. I kind of dig that when it comes to whatever character this is. So I'm sure they're going to have reference to whatever happened in the first movie. It's going to be pretty much a, a sequel to it. But it's like, yeah, make it make sense. Make the story make sense if you're going to do that. It's not like they're replacing... They're just doing a whole remake of the first movie and, you know, race swapping and whatever. They're doing basically a sequel and then they're having like a whole other story, The Return of the Rocketeer. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. If you haven't seen The Rocketeer, do yourself a favor. Watch it. It's good. It's good. I think there's a new Funko Pop that's coming out for The Rocketeer. Definitely got to get that. I remember that was making the rounds. So that's what I'm all about. It's just make it make sense. And I think this story does make sense. And I think it might be something pretty cool. You know, not is everything going to work? Like, I still have not watched the Mighty Ducks series that's on there. I loved the Mighty Ducks when I was a kid, but I haven't watched it on there. Hopefully, this is going to be something that's going to be pretty special. Yeah, watch it, guys. If you haven't watched The Rocketeer, do it. Listen to Lakazoo. Yeah, man. He knows. He knows. Uh, Kiana son. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm totally. All right. Let's see where this goes. I'm, I'm for it right there. So. Hopefully it'll be something pretty cool because, like I said, original one's a classic. And like they said, it's a cult classic somewhat. Something very different, something interesting, you know, and it takes place not in this in present day. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I'm down for it, like I said, you know. We'll see who else ends up joining it. And um, I don't know if it's going to – I mean, it sounds like it's going to be maybe a series. I don't know. But we'll see. But yes, Rocketeer Revival, The Return of the Rocketeer. Mm, that's right. I mean, when you were a kid, you wanted that helmet, you wanted that jetpack, and you wanted those boots. The boots were also good. I mean, the boots are pivotal. And that leather jacket, that button-up leather jacket that has the buttons over here. Come on! It's a good costume. That's what I'm going to dress up as Halloween one of these days. Anyways. All right, the last thing I wanted to talk about was some more box office because I didn't do a box office report, but interesting stuff happened in the box office. Some good stuff actually happened in the box office because you love you love to see when, I mean, even though it's not exactly an original property, an original IP, but you love to see that a horror movie made the top of the box office, which was Candyman. 
Now, I didn't go to the movies over the weekend. I do want to see Candyman, but I didn't get around to watching the original before I was going to see this one. That's why I hesitated because I, I haven't. I, I think I saw the original Candyman when I was a kid. Probably scared the shit out of me. I don't remember it too much. I know the story of Candyman, but I didn't exactly. You know, I was. It wasn't on the top of my list, so that's why I didn't go see the sequel. But I hear good things that it paid. That it did a pretty good job, but yeah, the box office over the weekend was uh, as such right here, which Candyman was pretty much the only new movie that came out. I mean, I guess there was a movie called An Egg Rescue. I have no idea what that's all about, but um, but yeah, going back to the way we're looking at the box office, like yeah, you can look at all these, but look at Free Guy. So Free Guy has fucking legs, guys. This movie has legs. This is what I'm loving. This is what I'm loving about Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, especially you know how he markets stuff. And I I talked to, I talked about this last week. How normally when they do ads for movies, it's about ten to fifteen ads maybe that they do for a movie. Ryan Reynolds did about seventy five. Okay, this just shows you how much of a marketing genius this man is. He's better than most studios, and the fact that it only had a twenty eight point nine percent drop. Last week, when it when it came from the initial release to the, to the last weekend, where it was still number one, it was like 31.9. So the fact that Free Guy has legs and it's an original property, you got to love that. It's already almost catching up. It's like, which one, which one is going to reach 200 million first, Jungle Cruise or Free Guy? That's what I'm wondering. And it's doing really good in the international market, which is interesting too. So... I'm loving this. I'm absolutely loving this. So loving that. But then, of course, yeah, I'm loving the fact that Candyman. And then, of course, yeah, there was, uh, you know, I mean, I, everybody likes to talk about the glass ceilings that are being broke. You know, the first black female director who has, I guess, I guess had as much money as it made. I guess that was the first time. It's like, yeah, it's like Ava almost got there, but not quite because, let's face it, wrinkle in time. Suck. Uh, it was, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, but this is pandemic, of course, box office. So, but um, but the fact that a horror movie, you know, worldwide, with probably a pretty minimal budget, because you know, horror movies that aren't like you know, too huge. It's only an hour and a half. The budget was probably pretty small. So, yeah, twenty-seven point two million worldwide, and uh, domestically did pretty damn well, pretty damn well right there. So, that's good. It's good. You know, you always like it when a horror movie can actually uh, take over the box office like that for a little bit there. You got to love that. Got to love that. So remember, uh, remember in uh, Song of the Candyman from Willy Wonka, Candyman because Candyman can. You know the words. Oh, yeah. Because the Candyman can because he dead to dead to dead. It makes the world taste good. This Candyman doesn't do that. This Candyman has a lot of flies on him, around him. And, uh, yeah, he won't do that. I remember when I was growing up, when I was young, it was, it was Candyman, you know, when you, when you stand in the mirror in the dark and you say Candyman three times, it was that and bloody, it was, uh, it was Bloody Mary too. It was Bloody Mary. Did you guys ever do the Bloody Mary thing as well? It was Bloody Mary and Candyman when it came to all that, when it came to my childhood. And uh, I remember, yeah. I remember that whole thing where like kids were saying like, yeah, you go, go into the bathroom, say it in the mirror three times in the dark. And a lot of kids didn't want to. I did it. Nothing happened, of course, you know, except uh, now I drink a lot 
and I like Bloody Marys. So maybe that was the outcome from it. I don't know. Maybe that was. I almost had a Bloody Mary yesterday, which is weird. But I didn't. Anyways. Yeah. So congratulations to Candyman and the free guy. Loving that. Loving that. And the fact of the matter is, is like if Marvel Studios is not just going, okay, Ryan, do whatever the fuck you want. Feige, what are you thinking? If you're not giving him free range to do whatever the fuck he wants for Deadpool 3. And even just anything when it comes to the MCU. Anything. Jesus, man. If only the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> if only Zack could have gotten him back as Green Lantern fully. Just imagine the marketing. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Anyways. So there you go. There's uh oops. Um, there's all the topics for today. Uh, you just was, uh, starting right now. And, uh, yeah, I was staring right there, right, right in your face. Uh, yo, Dave, didn't, did you see the, uh, Sucker Punch Ladies Reunited? No, I did not. I did not see that. I'm sure that was hot, 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 hot. I'm sure that was, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was, uh, big time hot. But, uh, if there's like a picture, go ahead and send it to me. Go ahead, go ahead and send it to me, but we'll get to the Twitter questions right here. Oops. We'll get to the Twitter questions right here. All right. So, yeah, if you want to send that over to me, if there's some kind of pictorial that I, uh, some some image, you know, for that, feel free to send it to me, man. Ah, Mr. Eric Blake. Okay, Dave, special announcement. This time I have some proper assistance. Be there and uh, special announcement to the Restore the Snyderverse community. Uh, it's San, and I have set a date for a next... Oh, we're doing this again? All right. Amy Adams, Lois Lane. Cool. Henry Cavill may get upcoming DCU appearances. Let's call for Amy getting the same. Yeah, but there's nothing on the table right now. At least there's stuff on the table for Henry. That's that's where, okay, but hey, that's fine. Go for it. We have too many damn campaigns out there. <laughs> that's too many campaigns. Too many. Didn't you just have one recently? All right. Well, there you go, guys. So uh, September 17th, show some Amy Adams appreciation. Ronak, hey Dave, hope you had a good weekend. Did you check out the Civil War deleted scene also? Do you think Pattinson's Batman, Pattinson Batman will surpass Bale? I really hope so because we need more Batman. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, this is pretty funny. <laughs> He's humping the thing, humping it. He's hot, yeah, that's pretty funny right there. I saw I saw this video, this meme right here. <laughs> Spider-Man just saw <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty good it's pretty good uh kanye dropped music last night david that's from jacob i assume you're not a fan but fun fact him and jared leto have collaborated on music related things a few times they did a remix of jared song's hurricane well that's pretty cool uh yeah i'm not really uh not really a kanye person not never really been so but that's cool I saw that he did drop music. Bat, uh, Bat Samayan. Samayan. Hey, Dave. 
Probably controversial, but do you miss Whedon not having a commentary or BTS for Justice League? From a neutral point of view, I'd like to know about his decisions and process for re-editing and re-helming Zack's movie under... Yeah, that would have been interesting if they did give him a commentary. Oh my god. It would have been horrible and cringy with his, the way that he talks like all low and... Blah, 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 blah. And so right here I had a... Yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah, we would have all blasted that thing. Steven Brody. Hey, Dave, do you actually believe any of these leaks about the Batman are true? Yes, I actually do. I actually do believe. I, I you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I, I, it didn't surprise me there was, a, there was a screening. It seems like some of the info could be assumed by anyone who was listening to a crew talk. Yeah, there's that too, but I, I do believe that there was actually that. And some people are full of shit, yes, but I don't, I, I don't think like... Some of these, uh, you know, but who knows, like with this, that one YouTuber guy's friend, who knows? But I, I don't think he would actually try to do something like that. Who knows? Edward, hey, Dave, why do I have a feeling the air cut will be announced tonight at the Suicide Squad watch party? I wish I had that feeling. I don't have that feeling. So, yeah, I mean, it would be sweet, but I don't think it's going to happen. See, Edley. Uh, CK, Cooper Knox, side note, Jason Statham's girlfriend is Rosie Huntington Whitley, who replaced Megan Fox on, oh, that's true, that's very true, they're not married yet, I thought they were married, I can, uh, already tell there's going to be some awkward interaction between Statham and Megan on, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think there would be, I don't think there would be, because, you know, those are, those are characters, so, yeah. Hello, Cooper. What is what is this? Hello, Cooper. Jesus loves you, and I love you in Jesus, and will continue to pray for you and your family. All right. So we got Miss Hughes Mitchell giving some, some uh, you know, some praise. Hallelujah. Uh, interesting. Don't know who that is. Should unfollow me. Okay. Putting out the uh, good vibes. Speaking the word of the Lord right there. Okay. Always got to love what's happening in the mentions. So, holy, yeah. Anyways, check my DMs. All right, hold on before we uh, before we part ways here. Let me see. Oh, okay, here we go. Oh, there it is. Yep, that's pretty cool. All right, so yes, there definitely was. There definitely was a reunion right here. Look at that. Jenna Malone posted this right here. It said, now and then, 12 years later, a little sucker punch reunion where we were missing our loveliest Carla Gugino. Damn it. I was hoping she would be there, but it's fine. Um, these ladies will always be my deep ride. Uh, wait. These ladies will always be my deep ride or dies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> never bonded so intensely with such an inspiring group of women before on a set. It's an absolute dream to hold you babes. That's awesome. So we got Abby, we got Emily, we got Jamie. Oh, man, they're all there. And, of course, Jenna. Good stuff, yes. Hot, 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 hot. And I just love the fact that she said it just like that. Never had so, so much of a bond. Never bonded so intensely with such an inspiring group of women. But what I heard is that Zack Snyder was totally sexualizing all those women. <laughs> fuck you fuck you god so tired of that when they bring that up sexualizing the women 
when all every one of those women in that movie praise that shoot they praise Zack Snyder that's what I I'll never understand that I'll never understand it never understand it sounds like they had like one of the best times on set right there so that's awesome so awesome right there gotta love seeing that just so much hotness I think uh, one of them said let's make a prequel that'd be interesting a prequel how would they approach a prequel well maybe next you know if, if someone if Zach ever comes back on the vodka stream it's like how would you approach doing a prequel or a sequel to sucker punch you know he's thought about it you know he definitely thought about it so I'm wondering I'm like how could that be possible for this kind of story to be a sequel or a prequel? That'd be interesting. So that'd be a question to ask. Good old uh, Zack Snyder right there. That's right. Good old Zack Snyder. So, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I uh, appreciate you guys clicking in. I mean, it's a Monday show. Usually they run a little longer, which was, you know, a lot of things that were happening in the Twitter world right there that I wanted to talk about. And, of course, uh, talking about the Batman and all that stuff. And make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Before you leave, do all that. And then, of course, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you subscribe. If you want to join, become a member and help out the channel, go ahead and do so. Um, I'll probably be recording maybe a little bit of, I'll, I'll be recording a vlog after this. You know, I'll tell you guys a little bit of tea, you know, and a little bit of tea that I have, not much. But I'll, I'll do a vlog after this for post show for the members only. So go ahead and do that. And then, of course, if you want to join the Patreon, Patreon's right there, too. If you want to help out the Pirate Ship and, of course, be a part of the next Patreon stream, see what I'm working at. I always try to give you guys a little little preview of stuff that's being worked on. So do that. And then, of course, merchandise down below, shirts, stickers, all that stuff. And, um, yes, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. And uh, love you guys. I'll talk to you later.